Have you ever heard someone say, well, I'll be glad when this is over, or I'll be glad when this is finished? Have you ever said that yourself? I know I have. And the tragedy about that is we miss one of the greatest learning opportunities we will ever have in our life if we just learn to grow through what we're going through at the moment. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Rome. Today in our Wise Sage training, we're going to be talking about understanding how to deal with life's problems, life's sticky situations that you don't necessarily like, that I don't necessarily like, that sometimes just frustrate us, and we just want to simply get them out of the way. Welcome to Becoming Wiser with Dr. Robert A. Rome author and world-renowned public speaker as he shares stories involving his experiences and lessons learned in a good-spirited, positive, and fun way. Here's Dr. Robert A. Rome. You know, I learned this many, many years ago because sometimes I would be facing challenges and I would say to myself, oh, I'll be glad when this is over, or I'll be glad when this is finished, or I'll be glad when this is through. And one day I was talking to someone and they said, wow, you're really missing the whole point of your challenge of what you're going through. I said, what do you mean? They said, when you have an attitude of, well, I'll be glad when this is over, or I'll be glad when this is finished, or I'll be glad when this is through, you immediately cut yourself off from a great learning opportunity, from learning and growing through a situation. Now, if you're listening to this, let me just encourage you and in, in sort of, uh, if I could grab you by your shoulders and say, now listen to me, this is going to come in really, really handy because I know where we're going in our wise sage talk today in the information I'm going to share with you. So don't, don't stop listening. Don't turn me off yet until you can at least get the concept that I'm going to share with you because I believe this is one of the most important concepts that I possess. So I was talking to my friend and they said, if you just want to get through something, if you just want to get finished, if you just want it to be over, maybe there was a deeper lesson that you could have learned. Are you aware that most of us have either been around or been part of an MLM? You know what an MLM is? Multi-level marketing. Do you know how multi-level marketing works? Someone has a product goods or services, and they want to learn how to communicate to others the valuable asset that that commodity may be. Again, it may be a product, it may be goods, it may be services, but the item itself needs to be communicated to other people in a way that other people would say, you know, I'm interested in that, or tell me more, or how does that work? MLM focuses on making a product so it is duplicatable. It is understandable. You can share it with a person and they go, oh, I see, I get it. And you are able to quickly turn around and share that same information with someone else. You see, someone has taken the painstakingly effort and time to learn how to communicate something in a way that's duplicatable. Think about all the products in the grocery store. You use shampoo, you use soap, you use toothpaste. But after a while, you run out. So what do you do? 
when you go back to the store and you're able to get more. You don't say, oh, I'll be glad when this is over. You think, well, this is, I have a solution for this. If I run out of toothpaste, it's not the end of the world. I know how to go get some more toothpaste. That doesn't become a big challenge. That doesn't become a big problem. But when we're dealing with a marriage problem or we're dealing with a problem at work or with another person or with our children, are you aware that the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my life was my oldest daughter and my challenge of not knowing how to correctly interact with her? She's a real high D dominant personality. And I just seemed like everything that we did was a problem and a challenge. And I was trying to fix her and change her. And little did I know it would be through understanding her that I would get my life calling, that I would get direction on how to help millions of people all over the world learn how to deal with difficult children. So you see, if I said, I'll be glad when this is over, I would have learned absolutely nothing. But someone said to me, let me tell you what you should say instead of, I'll be glad when this is over. Now, this is one of, get ready, buckle up, pay attention. This is one of the greatest sentences you'll ever hear in your whole life. Instead of saying, I'll be glad when this is over, or I'll be glad when this is finished, or I'll be glad when this is through, here's what you have to learn to say. I will be glad when I'll finally learn what it is that God is trying to teach me. Now, that's a big pill to swallow. Let me say it again. You know, I'll be really glad when I learn what it is through this situation that God is trying to teach me. Do you see any difference in those two? Well, I'll be glad when this is over. Or, you know, I'll be really glad when I learn from this situation as I, as I grow through it, as I go through it. God, God must be trying to teach me a lesson. And I know that I'm resisting it, and I don't even like this. But maybe there's something here that can make me a better person, that can help me financially, that can teach me how to do things better, that can give me my life calling. I have a friend, his name is Bill Thorne. Coach Thorne was a coach for many, many years in Metro Atlanta. He is in the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. I'm sure you can look that up somewhere on the internet. But Coach Bill Thorne, he was a coach at uh, Headland High School for years. And just a great, great, wonderful man. He was telling me years ago when he was growing up, his nose bled very easily. I mean, you know, most of us can take a lick to our nose or bump into something, and it may be hurt or make our eyes water. Well, not with Coach Thorne. When Coach Thorne would just touch his nose or just bump into something, it would begin to bleed profusely. So finally, he went to the doctor, and the doctor checked in his nose. He said, he said, Bill, the problem is the inside blood vessels in your nose are, are just very, very tender. And what we need to do to, to stop this situation from you having so many nosebleeds and having them so easily, Bill, we need to cauterize the inside of your nose. Bill said, well, what is that? The doctor said, well, basically we take this iron and we put it up in your nose. It's a long, hot, burning hot iron that we stick up each nostril in your nose, and we burn those blood vessels 
and we cauterize them so they stop bleeding. Well, he said, I've got got to do something about this because I have, you know, a bad nosebleed every day. So he agreed to do it. So Bill went in, and I want to tell this story as, as painful. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. As painful as possible for you to listen to because you're not having to have this done. But Bill Thorne went in, and the coach sat there, and he said, he told me, he said, you talking about painful. He said the doctor, doctor took this long, hot, burning uh, thing, curling iron, okay? All of us have seen women use curling irons. They're long, and they curl their hair with them. Well, it was thinner than that and longer than that. It was about the size of a, of a long pencil, and he stuck it up his nose and burned the flesh inside of his nose till he burned and cauterized all those blood vessels. Well, needless to say, Bill said it hurt, he said, tears were streaming down my face. He said, it was one of the most painful things I'd ever gone through in my life. Well, several weeks passed, his nose healed up, and he bumped into something, and it started bleeding again. He thought, oh, no, what is going on here? I thought I had that fixed. So he went back to the doctor, and the doctor said, well, some of it took, but some of it didn't, and we're going to have to do it again. I hope you're feeling the same pain. Oh, no, not again. So after it had healed up enough to have the procedure done again, Bill went back in. And here's the part of the story I remember best. Now listen carefully. See if you can figure out where Bill's head was in today's wise sage training. Bill looked at that position and he said, I, I don't want to be unkind. I don't want to be disrespectful. He said, you're the physician, not me. He said, but I want to make one thing real, real clear to you. This is the last time I'm going through this. Do whatever you have to do. If you have to burn my nose off my face, I don't want to go through this again. I want to get everything I need to have happen done. I'm here I'm willing, I'm yielded, I'm able. I want to get this done and have done to me whatever it takes, whatever you have to do. I want to get this complete. So the doctor said, I understand. And he said, it was twice as painful the second time. He said, but you know what? He said, after my nose healed up, it's never bled again. It got fixed. You see, the first time he said, I'll be glad when this is over. The second time he said, I'll be glad when I learn or I have what it is that needs to happen to me to be fulfilled, to be completed. When I said, boy, I'll be glad when Rachel grows up, gets out of the house. This is painful. I learned absolutely nothing. I cut myself off from my learning and future growing. But when I said, God, why? What is it about raising Rachel I need to learn? What is it about this I need to develop? Everything began to change. Everything began to make more sense. There's a song. I have the words for it. I want to read it to you. Years ago, I was in church, and I heard them sing a song called Take Another Lap Around Mount Sinai. It's the story of the children of Israel being hard-headed and stubborn and wandering around in the wilderness for 40 years. 
Most of you know it was an 11-day journey from where they were in Egypt to the promised land in Israel. 11 days is how long the trip would have taken by foot. It took 40 years. You know why? They were so hard-headed and stubborn, they couldn't learn the lessons that God was trying to teach them because they had been slaves for 400 years. And now they're going in to become a nation? They don't know anything about how to run a country, how to run a business, how to run a family. So God had lessons he had to teach them along the way. Anyway, here's the words to the song. Well, don't you know that in the days of old, when the Israelites didn't do what they were told, because of their stubbornness, they failed the test? When they wavered in their faith each time, by their whining and their crying for a sign, our Lord simply told them this, Go on and take another lamp around Mount Sinai till you learn your lesson, till you stop your whining and you quit your rebelling, till you learn to stand in your day of testing by trusting and obeying in the Lord. Well, have you been in the situation when the Lord asked you to wait upon Him, but it seems you could not remain still, so you started planning what you're going to do because you thought the Lord had forgotten you, and then you heard these words. Go on and take another lap around Mount Sinai till you learn your lesson, till you stop your whining and you quit your rebelling, till you learn to stand in your day of testing by trusting and obeying in the Lord. Well, the other day I heard the Lord say, Son, you got to take another step of faith and trust me to carry you through the storm. But when the storm started getting rough, well, I thought the Lord wasn't strong enough. So I started doing things my own way. And he said, here he comes. You know what it's going to be. Go on and take another lap around Mount Sinai till you learn your lesson, till you stop your whining and you quit your rebelling, till you learn to stand in your day of testing by trusting and obeying in the Lord. I love that song, and the reason I guess I love it is because so many times over the years I've thought, I'll be glad when this is up. Oh, 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 don't say that, don't say that. I don't want to take another lap around Mount Sinai. I'll be glad when I learn whatever it is God's trying to teach me. God, no matter how painful this is, no matter how hard it is, no matter how much it, it gives me discomfort, God, I don't want to go through this again. I don't want to quit being stupid and beating my head up against the wall because I am too hard-headed to listen and learn a lesson. So, God, I'll be glad when it is, when I learn whatever it is you're trying to teach me. Now, I want to wrap our time up together with one more thought, so listen carefully. That has become one of the greatest marks of wisdom in my life, and here's why. I am amazed at how quickly I learn stuff. I am amazed at how quickly I catch on to things. Sure, it, sometimes it takes me a little bit of time, but if I if I, there's a shift going on inside of me, I don't know how to do this. I'll be glad when this is over. I can't do this. This is hard. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want to take another lap around Mount Sinai. And then I stop my whining and complaining and say, God, would you help me to learn what it is you're trying to teach me? Friend, that is one of the greatest, wisest, most helpful simple prayers you will ever learn to, pl to pray. Don't be afraid to say, God, whatever it is you're trying to teach me, help me to learn it. I don't want to be hard-headed. I don't want to be stubborn. 
I don't want to be rebellious. I want to learn what it is you're trying to teach me so I can be a wise person. Well, there's our training for today. From this day forward, I hope every time you say, well, I'll be glad when this is over. I, I love you, but I hope you choke. I hope you go, I'll be glad when this is... <laughs> I'll be glad when I finish with... <laughs> I'll be glad when this is through. <laughs> and I hope you'll start saying, you know what? I'll be glad when it is, when I learn whatever it is God is trying to teach me, if it's in marriage, if it's with children, if it's with business, I want to be able to duplicate this. I want to have my life as an MLM. I want to be a multi-level marketing in personal wisdom that I learned and I could turn around and help someone else by simply being open and willing to learn and listen new information. This week, I hope you'll start saying, whatever it is, I'll be so glad when I start learning whatever it is God's tried to teach me. I want to become a wise sage. I look forward to our next time together. I hope this has been helpful. I love you. Have a great day. God bless you. Bye-bye. For more information about this podcast, please visit www.becomingwiserpodcast.com.